So, Mr. Jeff came to my office today and they said you were having a couple of issues you wanted to come in and talk about. Um, just to let you know what I do a little bit about the environment. First of all, it's a safe environment where we talk about it just between you and I. You know, unless you threaten to hurt somebody or yourself, you know, then I gotta take some other steps. But everything else between us stays between us. It's a free area to talk about any issues that you may have. Do you have any concerns or anything like that kind of before we got started? No, not really. It's pretty cool. I understand what you're saying. Okay, good deal. So, um, what brings you in today? Well, I'm just dealing with a little emotional distress, I guess, from the nature of loss. I just recently lost my mother. Okay. Um, were you and your mother pretty close? Yeah, we were very close. Okay. Um, around how long ago did you experience a loss? About a year. Okay. I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, that must be pretty hard. Um, you said your mother and you were pretty close to know that must be even harder you've been a part of your life. Um, what kind of thing have you kind of been going through this last one? Uh, just different in moods, you know. I think it's a natural grief process, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ups, downs, little things, bring back memories, sadness, you know. Okay, um, memories that come back, how do they make you feel? Um, very sad that you can't, I guess, have more memories. So I'm pretty much was just dwelling on what we had previously. Okay. Um, when you say dwell, um, can you kind of expand on that? Um, just kind of just not fixate on it, but just always thinking about what we shared in this memory, shared in this memory, every little thing and stuff like that comes back. All those memories are pretty much good, or is it mixed? Oh yeah, all good. Okay. Um, when you said you experienced some ups and downs. Um, what are some of the ups that you experienced? Uh, ups of just her death or just ups with her? Or the ups with her? Um, the ups with her in general. I mean, the ups, I mean, she was a good mother, taught me a lot of great things, raised me well, um, was very instrumental in me becoming a man. I mean, she, she's always viewed as the first woman I've ever loved, you know. Okay. So she reciprocated that, taught me how to love, you know. Okay. So what you're saying is she played a major role in just your whole growing up and kind of your whole thought process? Yes. Okay. Um, if you don't mind, do you want to elaborate on some of the downs that you're talking about? Well, the downs that she won't be there for her grandkids, my, her grandsons in particular, my son like that and she's a very big role in all the grandkids lives and stuff like that because all of them lived with her as far as like let's say a daycare we were working and stuff like that so they're all very familiar with her she's almost like a second mother to them the issue well first of all are they having any issues how are they taking the loss um beginning wise my sons they didn't really understand the nature of her death they didn't understand she's not with us no more they were always going to go to our house and not understand that she's no longer with us and stuff like that so it would bring along sadness um, sometimes my sons couldn't sleep and stuff like that um breaking down crying sadness my nephew going through a lot of emotional stuff because he had did a lot for her he's 13 so he discovered her once this started snowballing in a sense her health and stuff like that so he took on a lot of stuff that happened okay 
Um, what part do you play in helping them adjust? Should I tell? Mm-hmm. Should I tell? I'm sorry. their pain and grief, their tears and stuff like that. While while same still my own grieving and stuff like that. Uh, do do the two ever interfere? So, uh, uh, once. Once. It was one time I couldn't help it. I just broke down. Um, do you have issues being there for them? Helping them cope because of your feelings or? Mm-mm. No, not at all. Because that's but some type of way I feel like that's how I was born to, to do. I mean, it's just how we were in our family. My father was, my mother was always a rock, and just always there for everything. Do you feel like uh, our loss has changed that role for you, or do you feel like you're able to still play the role? Uh, I feel like I'm still able to play the role. It's just it's much more tougher because you take on everybody, in a sense, and stuff like that. More responsibility, more feelings and stuff like that. And, you know, I welcome it, but it's still a burden. Uh, that burden, would you say that it's one that just kind of naturally or organically passed to you, or you took you, you took the initiative to take it on yourself? Both. Because everybody already looks for everything. So. Was that a role she previously played? Pretty much. But it, it will... She played the role, but then there still was people coming toward me just when my father died. Even though I was still younger in the sense I was only 20, but they still came to me in a sense. So there was still, she was still overall the, the central point of the family. Okay. Um, so you kind of had, had a history of within your family of being someone for everyone to come to lean on. Not per se everybody, but majority of your family. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, did she play a role in kind of helping you buffer all that with yourself? No, you said people came to you and her. Um, was she your rock that you went to? Yeah, always. Yeah. Okay. Um, now that she's gone, how do you cope with? people coming to you and then not having that kind of rock to bounce ideas off of or to vent to so. Don't really have to answer for that one. Never thought of it in that sense. Uh, I figure I just move through life in the same manner and stuff. Well, I'd say as far as that, I'm very upfront with how I'm feeling. So it's never like behind me or masking it or anything like that. I'm very just, this is me. If I feel like crying, I cry. If I feel like I'm mad, I'm mad. Whenever it comes, I verbalize it. I speak about it. You know, I don't hold it in and stuff like that. I feel like that's an easier way of getting things out. A transparency really helped you cope and go through a lot of it? Yeah, I mean, I learned that from her and stuff like that. She told me it's like, so much you can hold in but then eventually you have to let it out so it's better just to speak about it and get it out 
And sometimes it'll be hard, but it, it'll be better in the long run. You felt like uh, the ways in this year that she's been going, you felt like the ways you've gotten it out has been pretty constructive? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just I speak about it. If it's one of them days I feel sad about it, I say I'm sad about it. And I don't try to dwell on it or think of nature. But I do speak about it and stuff like that. And I let it be known, verbalized and stuff like that. If I feel someone feel like, well, you're not yourself, you're not laughing as much, or you're not this, you know, stuff, because it's difficult to be sad when you're not a sad person. Okay. Um, just to clarify, you don't consider yourself a sad person at all? No. Nah. Okay. Um, has it changed any in the last year? Mm, it, it changed initially at first because it was something I didn't know how to handle because it's not an emotion I'm used to. It took time to adjust to it, to accept it, and to use it to better myself. So. Okay. Because um, it's a it's a natural human emotion, and at some point everybody feels it. So, and this was my time. I was when my father died. I was too young to, I guess, really reel in the thought of sadness because I was so much on the go. Boom, boom, father died Saturday, boom, boom, boom. Next week, I'm back in college. I'm back in Natchez, so, per se. So it wasn't a time to grieve. It was, it was you know, sad and back to action. And so it was just never, no, I'm sad about this. It wasn't really move and go. Okay. Um, and this time, you feel like you, the effect of the loss is really there this time. Yeah. You have a chance to go through the whole nine yards. Yeah, it's a major impact. It was a very major impact. It's something like, you know, my father was sad, but my mother was, I would put in the context of devastated and stuff like that because you lose something that's so centralized in your life. And my father, we were very close, best friends and everything. But my mother was that. And plus, you know, your relationship grow over time as you mature into a man. So our relationship grew, so I had more time to grow with her and okay. stuff like that. So we grow even more closer. Okay. Um, do you do you have anybody to kind of vent to about these feelings? Yeah, you know, I talk to my wife about it. Um, have you found that that's a good way of coping on the vending side? I know you have a lot of personal things you do to, you do with just yourself, but as far as whenever you want to talk, have been you found that you've been able to actually express yourself and get it out? Yeah, I have and stuff like that for the longest. When she died, the initial point of stuff, all I wanted to do was my day was pretty normal. You know, um, it took a while to be able to speak without, I guess, breaking down into tears and stuff. But then it, it started becoming more normalized and stuff like that, just in general. And then, um, like for the longest, you know, when it first happened, I'd say for like maybe a month, maybe a two month spirit. All I wanted to do was just go home and just lie next to my wife. I do nothing or in the nature, just wanted to be next to her, you know. You felt alone then? 
just felt more confident in her because I looked at her as a woman of high character like my mother. So she made me feel better and stuff like that. And it was just like, it didn't have to be words, just her presence because of the person that she is. Okay. Um, you feel like since your mom's loss, I know you said that was the first woman that you ever loved. Well, your wife would ideally and kind of naturally play that second role. Do you feel like that's kind of the, what you just verbalized is that transition? Pretty much. Taking over? Yeah. How you feel about that? I feel... I feel split about that because, like I said, she's a woman of very high character. Great mother, great wife and stuff like nobody could ask for nothing better. So, and it's similar to how my mother was. Sam, my mother was just a little bit more vocal with her uh, child raising, <laughs> but not too much. But my, my wife is a great mother and a great wife. Okay. Um, throughout this time, you feel like you've been able to kind of, I know there's a loss of balance, loss of norm initially. Do you feel like you've kind of been able to slowly make that return back, or how's that whole process been? Um, yeah, I made that return back to I am. I mean, but still, like I said, it, it's it's going. We're going to pass the one year mark, so we're pushing more to like two years. So it's still. I, I don't want to say fresh, but it's still kind of like how would you say like an open wound that's healing and stuff like that. That'd be a better comparison. Like I was talking to Fred the other day about that um, because we both lost our parents a year apart, and it was a new experience for him old experience for me but a new experience in the sense of losing someone so centralized in everything you do in your day-to-day -day activities and stuff like that so it was something new and like I told myself you can get over it and stuff like that but every day you relive it in a sense not trying to but it seems like yesterday for you whereas so it's it totally removed two or three years and it still seems like it's the same day before repeat so are you comfortable with that? Yeah. I know that's the advice you gave. I know that's not really advice, but I know that's what you told him. But yeah, I mean, you have to be comfortable. You have to face, I guess, your demons. But I wouldn't say that's a demon, but as far as your fears and insecurities are all within there and stuff like that, you know, the vulnerabilities. So you have to face all that stuff and you have to accept it. And the thing is, Hardest thing I think about death is acceptance. And so that that's what gets people the acceptance of it. It's not, oh, they're dead. It's finally come to the grips that they're no longer here. Certain things you won't share no more, but you can't dwell on that part. You have to move forward. And it's the hard part is to move forward and not being honest with ourselves. You felt like you've been honest and moved forward pretty helpful. Mm -hmm. Been pretty forward and stuff like that, but like I said, I still have my days, you know, my days, my sadness and stuff like that. And so, the problem in the sense that I want to see how much more I can better myself with it, like more as in, like, I guess, coping techniques with that and stuff like that. Okay, um, okay, well, that makes sense. Uh, when you refer to coping techniques, you mean just 
some healthier ways that on those bad days that you can what? Can I guess manage and stuff like that to, to the point of where it's more to how I'm overall as far as acceptance and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Um to really to fully I guess get open. Cause I feel like I may say I'm open, but then you still have those days and stuff like that of uncertainty, you know? And I think that's where I need more clarity. Okay, those days of uncertainty. Um, explain your uncertainty a little bit. The, you know, the, the whole disbelief. Okay. And stuff like that, like, can't, almost in a sense, like, can't accept it, but I do accept it. Okay. Um... Are there any like triggers? I know that you and your mother experienced a lot of things throughout your entire life together. And asking you for a memory of your mom that triggers the negative thoughts or the disbelief. I know it may be like sticking a needle out of a haystack, but on these negative days, does anything actually start the negative days off or you just find some days it's just there? I just find some days it's just there and stuff like that. And then some days it could be just something, you know. Um, like when I look at my son, is it very close to that, you know? Because it's good and bad. It, it brings out the great things and the sad things of not her not being able to really spend time with him. Because he was born, she saw him. That's the last time she's seen him, was two days after he was born, and then she got sick. So pretty much they run hand in hand. Um, we're celebrating a great time in our life as a birth to a tragic time the next week. So it was like back and forth, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So it, it brought along mixed emotions in a sense. Uh, if you're happy, you have a beautiful baby born, a beautiful newborn, and then you're dealing with the tragic loss of your mother. So it was like kind of a topsy-turvy type of thing. You felt like you gave either one like an unfair chance or un more attention or more I had balance in both of them because it wasn't like I say with the whole ordeal it wasn't always just every day all day sadness and stuff like that it was it was happiness I mean it was still happiness because it's a newborn it's lighting your eyes and seeing your mannerisms developing and stuff like that and so that was always a great point but then you get to the point where you're sitting there and you're thinking her death as well. That would be the moment of sadness. So it was like, it's, it was a tough balancing it because you're going to kind of like a Dr. Jekyll Hyde type of event and stuff like that, but then it, it starts evening itself out and stuff like that. Around what time period as far as in relation to the loss was it? What, you talking about the, the birth or the kind of leveling off? The kind of leveling off. Oof. that following maybe three four months because she died in, in August so pretty much September uh, broke down in December for Christmas first Christmas and um, it was like just I guess going through a lot of first um, like major holidays you're saying yeah so I think it was pretty much like I want to say like March or April that following 2019 of really leveling off and stuff 
was always good. Like, I mean, Valentine's was kind of hard because my mother did Valentine's for everybody. So, and it didn't matter. We old. So me and my twins and my sisters were 30, 70, 40 something, 50 something, almost 60 something. She'll always give us Valentine's every year. So just dealing with that not happening, just, you know, with the kids and stuff. So it was new, but I think that we needed to go through that. that Easter because we did a big Easter egg hunt in the house. And so it, it kind of all went hand in hand. Okay, um, would you say since you've gone through a lot of those hurdles over the first with holidays that those bad days, some of those bad days of disbelief, unless you're not here anymore, do you feel like they've kind of started to lessen? Yeah, definitely. I totally agree. Well, I mean, Easter this year was hard because it, it came back up because we're so used to having an Easter egg hunt that we couldn't have it due to the epidemic we're having, the pandemic we're having right now. So everybody's isolated. So family's here, family's there. So that brought on feelings of sadness because, you know, it, it's something I wanted to do for the kids and we really didn't do it last year. So this would have been the first year we've done it without her. So it brought up that sadness, just seeing the mud around and her not there to kind of enjoy it. And then on top of it, not actually being able to be father. Yeah. Okay. Um, for these holidays, um, what's your memories of your mom? If you don't mind talking about uh, it's all great memories. I mean, we was a very simple family, very close, but not close enough. Like, we were raised, I would say, with a lot of love, but everybody was just very independent. So we got together, we ate and stuff like that, and kind of everybody went their ways, but it was always cool. You know? Everybody was just, everybody was happy to be around each other. And your mom played a part in that whole big time. Oh yeah, she was the essential. She she cooked, she did everything, made sure we all there and stuff. Call, like, we talk every day. Okay. Um. For the holidays, do y'all, do your siblings, I know y'all kids are really young, but uh, you and your siblings kind of work out and take turns to fill in those duties or is it Yeah, just we started working on that this year. We got together, we really said we wanted to do something. And my oldest sister, I think that greeting still pretty tough in a sense. Uh, didn't want to really do too much, which is getting because, you know, she's still grieving her own way. Sometimes they give me the full spiel, but then sometimes they're not. And I respect that because, you know, some things they want to keep to themselves within the greater thing, you know. A lot of people don't want to talk about how they feel when they're feeling sad or something like that. So I respect that. I just let them know that I'm there and that we all have the same issue. You know, we all still grieving in a sense in some ways or more. And some people are better in a sense of now handling things and some aren't. They're starting to start, you know, trying to get there. That point of being accepting and stuff, 
that's God because she made a major impact in our life. So with something like that, it's going to take us time. And I told him, I said, you have to take it you know, day by day. Okay. Um, you still find that you're able to give them good support? Oh, yeah. We have all we have is each other to lean on. So, like I told him, I say, I got we got. I say we have each other, so we, we could depend on each other more. I mean, if it's phone call, text, and stuff like that. And I know life get busy. We got kids and stuff like that. But just you know, checking every night to make sure we're all good. You know how we feeling mentally, everything. Okay. Um. I know you mentioned your wife is a, as being like one of your rocks during this time. You find that, and I just asked you about you being. That your siblings wrong. Do you feel like you're able to do the same thing? You vent to them whenever you do want to talk about those bad days, whenever you, those bad days do occur. Yeah. Are they able to be able to comfort you? Or? Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, give me one. That's good. That's really good. Um, so basically, throughout the whole process, you've had a pretty solid support system. Yeah. Uh, your siblings were, and, you, and your wife working together and stuff. Um, as far as the effects on the kids, you guys also bond together. I'm talking about your siblings also. Yeah. You said your nephew was affected by it. Yeah, so, you know, we talk to him and stuff like that. Maybe counseling can help him and stuff like that. It's not to the point where it's just outlandish, but he does say he do be sad and stuff like that. And he kind of think about it. So, and he's 13 and stuff like that. Like I said, it was, she was a very major influence on him, like almost raised him. So, it, it took on more dramatic since he was so young. Okay. So. Okay. I can understand that. I lost my grandmother at a really young age. Yeah. It's a big impact. Yeah, so that thing now, especially though, is it's always good to talk about it. I told him, I said, you're feeling sad. If you're feeling this way, you know, talk. Come talk to me. Talk to anybody. You know what I'm saying? If you don't feel like comfortable talking to me, we can always get you counseling and stuff like that. And so he was like, yeah, I like that. And stuff like that. It was nothing. You guys were able to relate a little bit though, because I know you said you had issues with, um, not really issues, but it kind of upset you that you guys couldn't do some of your normal family activities because of the pandemic. Yeah, you I mean, know, it, was, it was more disappointing to me, but it worked out in the end. You know, I tried to put things together and stuff like that. So, and like I told myself, say, it's not going to last forever. When we do get back together, I'm going to make sure we have a good weekend of bonding. Even if it's just sitting around talking, laughing, and joking, just something to bring us all together. That helps you with the yeah. grieving process. Yeah. I think everything is. I think they want to be around more. In which this pandemic has, I guess, taught a lot of people more about family togetherness and stuff like that. So I think that will be good for him because he won't be alone. Because he's the only boy, and not too many people around his age. And then friends are here and there, so it's just him mother or him and my sister so it's not and you know my baby nephew of course but like so it's just nobody really his age so it's just him by himself so he's gonna feel isolated by himself and stuff like that you know okay um that's really healthy it's really healthy for you to 
be there for them and be and honestly be there for your family. I mean, it seems like it's a way for you to just cope in general with everything that's going on in the whole grieving process over the over the last you know year and going on two years. Um, I know you asked me you were looking for some ways to help with the whole grieving process on those days it is tougher. Um, I really want you to, um, about to wrap our session up. I really want you to go home and just kind of give it, give me five ways that you see that these um, times of grief kind of come on. Now you said it kind of, the day just kind of starts like that. And I know the holidays brings it on, but some of those days aren't holidays, you know, and I want you to think of um, five things that you can dig deep. It really kind of triggers the whole mood change and you can just see where you're going downhill. Cause from what you're telling me by now, you feel like you've been getting a good grip on what's going on and getting a good grip on the dynamic of overcoming the grief grieving process it's just some days you have some challenges and I kind of want you to take a look find those five things that way we could address challenges and some of the dynamics that go into that you know maybe redirection could be a way find another activity um, I know that you're there for your family um, your nephew your siblings your wife your own children but kind of concerned how are you, what about you? I know you said you have people to talk to and stuff like that, but just kind of curious to what brings that sadness and a little bit of that, those darker feelings out on the days. And next session we can get together and we can talk about it if that's okay. No, yeah, that's not bad. That's okay. cool. Well, good deal. Just let me know if you have anything that comes up between now and then and let us know if you have any issues. I will do. All right, thank you.